Thanks so, so much for having us. Really appreciate um, this church. And uh, thank you, bro. Um, it's just a huge honor for us to be here um, for my wife, Izumi, and, and I. Um, wow, where do I start? Because I've been, um, I've been tracking with you guys for the last nine months. Um, we handed our church in Japan um, over to the next leader, and uh, we started on this journey of, of planting a church in Australia. And uh, Pastor Chris and Sue have just been um, incredible. I'm just so thankful for these guys. Um, they were pretty much the first people that I called and said, I feel like God's calling us to come back to Australia to plant a church. And um, the first things they said was, well, we're absolutely going to support you. And um, whatever you need, the answer is yes. And so I'm really thankful for that. And um, just want to just take a moment just to say thank you and honor you guys. And um, even just in the worship today, um, I could say so much about your pastors, but um, really they mean a lot to me. And uh, it's been a long journey that we've been on. But I just, I just really feel um, from the Holy Spirit just to say to you guys, they're just such safe hands. And uh, there's many more sons and daughters coming. Um, I, I, was, I, I met Jesus in the youth ministry here when I was 14 years old. Uh, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. But there's many more sons and daughters coming because you guys are safe hands. These are very safe people, safe people. And the kingdom of God needs these kind of leaders. And, and I'm going to share a message today that I think is just basically just a confirmation of just who this church is, what this church is all about. I'm going to speak about the kingdom of God, the nature of the kingdom of God, and particularly about how the kingdom of God is so generous. And, and this church is incredibly generous um, in, in so many ways. Um, you've taken in Izumi and I. I've, been, I've actually been in staff meetings for the, like the last nine months. Um, Slater has Zoomed me in to your staff meetings. Uh, I've been part of it, and it's just been such a joyous experience for me. Um, and uh, I know for Izumi, uh, Pastor Sue has been, um, isn't just an incredible encourager, right? And, uh, and I'm, I know that she's very thankful for that too. So I just want to just honor you guys for a second and just say thank you. I appreciate you. I'm sure everyone else does. So why don't we just give them a hand and say thank you. We honor you guys. Um, today, I was going to preach off my phone, but then I decided to borrow my son's iPad because, uh, so I can see things better. <laughs> Are you doing good? Are you doing well? Fantastic. I just want to share with you, um, hopefully want to share a little bit of my story with you, as well as just um, share from the Bible. We're going to have a look at um, Matthew chapter 10, and I call this message today, Freely, 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 Freely. I want to have a look at this uh, story. It's a Jesus story, and um, it's, it's probably one of the most impacting stories for my life personally. Um, that Jesus, uh, that, we, that we hear about Jesus. It's a time in Jesus's ministry where he's, he's definitely an up and coming, um, world changing leader. And it's not the kind of time when you're on the rise, everyone's getting to know you, your ministry is building. It's not the kind of time when you want to make missteps. It's not the kind of time when you want to take a risk on a bunch of young guys to mess up what you've been trying to build. You know what I'm saying? And, and so Jesus does exactly that. 
just as Jesus' ministry is finally getting moving, people are being impacting, he decides to send out these guys to represent um, him and the kingdom of God. And in, in verse 7, I'm reading in the Passion Translation because uh, I've been enjoying it. And it says, as you go, preach this message. I want you to go out and I want you to preach this very simple message. This is our message. The kingdom, heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. The kingdom of God is so close to you. The kingdom of God is the way that God likes to do things. When God is in charge and when everything is flowing the way that God wants them to flow, this is the kingdom of God. And I, the kingdom of God is so close to you right now, you could just reach out and just touch it. It's so close to you. He says, preach that. That's a very important thing to preach. Don't preach God is far away, but He's close. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. That's a great thing. We just prayed for healing. And make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people. Basically, everywhere you go, just kick the butt of the devil and evil and all of his plans to mess up families, to divide people, to break people down. Just, just go after that everywhere you go. And it's not like a violent kind of thing because we know that the way that Jesus dealt with, with, with sin and, and, and evil was to go and die on a cross. Right? We know that the way of the kingdom, the way we're going to deal with evil is different than the way that the world likes to deal with injustice. And then he goes on to say, and raise people back to life. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been, I, I'm willing to pray. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm willing to pray. And, and uh, I believe that's physical. People, people could come back to life. I believe that. But also, I believe that in the spiritual. There's a lot of people walking around and they're breathing for sure. But really, they're dead inside. And many of us, that's our story. I love Matt's story. He just got up here and he shared that. Let's encourage Matt. I mean, unbelievable. Just recently, I was dead. I was, I, was, I was messed up. But now, because of Jesus, I've come back to life. See, Christianity is not about becoming good. It's about dead things coming back to life. It's about getting life full of the life of God. Eternal life is not something that we get in some place that we fly away to called heaven. It's actually the moment I receive the life of God, I have eternal life. It's here. It's right now. I can touch it. That's the life God wants us to preach. And then he says, because that could be pretty intimidating. <laughs> you imagine being a young guy and someone saying to you, go and do that. That's intimidating. But then Jesus talks about how to do it. And if you are an, a person who aspires to, to lead something, aspires to lead a family or step out in faith or to lead a business or in some form of ministry for God, this is really a key thing. And I want you to grab this because this is what really helped me so much, take the pressure off me as a leader. And it says, freely you have received the power of the kingdom. Now freely give. Freely you have received it, now freely give it. See, leadership is not about a performance or manufacturing something that I don't have to look good in front of other people. It's not about that. It's about simply taking what I've already received from God and then freely giving that to others. 
I believe there's people in this room that you have so much more than you could ever imagine that you have freely received, but you haven't yet freely given it. There's more inside of you than you can imagine. There's more. There's more potential. There's wisdom in this room. There is incredible. And I come from a place where, you know, I'm almost the oldest person in the church. I'm 36. Everyone's just, just young people, which is awesome, right? I love that. But you know what's been a real, a real joy and a blessing is to be part of a church and coming into a space like this where there's actually generations of people and there's some people ahead of me on the journey who have got some wisdom who can sit down next to me and say, hey, I know that problem with the kids and you'll come through that. Or just Here's a couple little tweaks you could do. And it's encouraging. You've got so much to give. If you thought about what's in your life, what experiences have you had? What experiences with God? How's God changed your life? If you thought about it, you've got plenty to give, mate. Plenty to give. A lot more than you would imagine. And if I think if the kingdom of God is anything, it's a place where people are freely giving what they freely receive from God. Do you believe that? This is the kingdom of God. Um, so I want to talk to you about generosity. And I love this concept of inspiration. Inspiration is an English word that really comes from the concept of inspire, which is to, to breathe in and then to breathe out. That's the word for insp inspiration. It's the same with generosity. It's the same with the kingdom of God. Freely we breathe it in. It changes us. And then we breathe it out. See, back when the Bible was written, not many people um, read. They couldn't read. So we would often use pictures uh, to paint concepts that people could get a hold of concepts because most people didn't read. And there's one beautiful picture that I really, really love that's been impacting for me um, that, I, that I heard from a great... Um, a Bible scholar in Texas, and he, he was talking about this picture, and it's called the Dance of Grace. And the Dance of Grace is this beautiful picture, and it's a picture of three people locking arms together. They're locking arms, and they're dancing around in a circle like this. They're dancing around in a circle. It's a beautiful picture. Please don't laugh at me while I dance. And and and. And it's, it's this three people, and the concept is, this is a picture of grace. And the concept is this. I receive grace. That's the first part. Grace changes my life. That's the second part. And then I freely give grace to others. That's the third part. And this is a picture of grace. I receive it, it changes me, I give it out. I receive it, it changes me, and I give it out. And on and on, the kingdom of God rolls with the grace picture of God flowing out to others. This is the way the kingdom of God works. So if you take away generosity, the kingdom of God doesn't make sense. The kingdom of God is undergirded by a heart for others. See, let me put it this way. Generosity is the inspired heart facing outwards. It's the inspired heart that's turned towards others. Does this make sense? Yeah. 
You already have generosity in your heart. It's already there. You already have everything you need to affect the people around you. It's already there. You don't need one more message, one more book. You already have it right now in your grasp if you would simply turn it outwards. The kingdom of God would start to flow in your life and the joy of God would start to flow in your life. It's such a beautiful picture. The word for grace in the Bible is us. They say it's the most beautiful word in the Greek language. Kind of rolls off the tongue, karis, something like that. And the word for your gifting is very similar. It's just karis ma. And the word ma is just thing. So whatever you're gifted in, it's just the thing that is produced by God's grace in your life. You already have grace. You already have something in your life that is made by grace. It's crafted by God's grace in your life. And if you would simply take that thing and use it to serve others, people would see the kingdom of God. That's why I love the church. This is a picture of the kingdom of God. There's nowhere like the church. It's amazing. It's a place where the kingdom of God is flourishing. Or let me put it a different way. A church is a place where God's ways are slowly but surely becoming our ways. Not perfect. We're not perfect people, if you didn't realize that already. But God's ways are becoming our ways. This is how generosity works, guys. God's ways becoming my ways. When I was um, 21, uh, I moved to Japan, uh, sent out from this church to, to plant a church in one of the largest cities in the world. Um, we didn't have a lot of resource. Um, Josh O'Sullivan came with me. I think his parents are here somewhere. Uh, and we just, we had something from God. I believe that young Australians have something from God that's special. When I, when I married Izumi, um, just before we got married, I, we were sitting on this bridge. We kind of debate this story, but um, this is the way I tell it. She fell in love with me, and I said yes. No, no, I'm just... That's, that's a different story. That's a different story. That never happened. Um, and I said to Izumi, I believe that Australia has something special from God young people in Australia are going to do something incredible for God in the world. And I said, one day, God is going to call me and ask back to Australia to stir that up again. 15 years later, here we are. I'm excited. I'm excited for Australia. I'm excited for the next generation to experience God. I believe God is doing something powerful, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited to be part of it. Now, just for the, our last few minutes together, I just want to um, put some handles on this concept we've been talking about, about around generosity. Because you'll notice I haven't said today, generosity, please give more money. <laughs> you notice we haven't said that. I, I'm trying to get us to understand the concept of how the kingdom of God actually works. Generosity is key factor to how God works. It is God's nature. And if you get that, giving in, in, in lots of different areas in your life becomes natural for you. But I want to talk to you about three different kinds of giving. Three different kinds of giving, just to put some handles on this, and then we're going to finish. Okay? The first one 
Are we okay, everyone? Yeah. We good? Amazing. So the first one is I want to talk about sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving. Here we go. The notes are all over the place in my son's iPad. Here we go. Um, sacrificial giving is giving up something today for a better tomorrow. That's sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving is important. And there will be times for each one of us where God calls us to give sacrificially. Meaning you're putting in more than you're getting out. Does that make sense? Like you know that with little kids, right? You, you know, they're super cute and God made them cute for a reason so you don't you know, strangle them or something. You know, so you're getting a little bit back from their cuteness. Um, and they smile at you in the morning and it melts your heart and that's great. Um, but really, you know you're putting in way more than you're getting out. That's sacrificial giving. God's called to eat different times, different seasons to give sacrificially. Um, that may be financially, that may be time. For many of us, it's, it's, you, you'll give a lot of your time. Um, and it's awesome. I think that's a fantastic thing. Izumi and I work with a billionaire guy in Australia, one of Australia's richest men, who made an incredible amount of money. Um, we work with media a lot. And God said to him one day, driving down the road, God says to him, you have so much money, you have so much stuff, but what are you doing for me? And as he was honest with himself, he realised really he was doing nothing. So he decided to give up his business and spend the rest of his life giving away money to churches, to do media, to reach out to people. And we've, so the last nine months, we've been working together in Japan and um, there's someone getting baptised today from Izumi's Instagram um, who we've been working together and so many other people know Jesus now because of that man's generosity of, of a life changed by it. It was an inspired heart that was finally turning outwards. Isn't that awesome? Sacrificial, it's, it's awesome. I want to talk to you about the second thing, though, that I think is really important. The second thing is it's responsible giving. Responsible giving. And I love the scripture. It's in uh, 2 Corinthians. You guys may have seen this scripture before, if we have it. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. I'm stalling. It says, uh, there we go. It's, Each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. I love this verse. It's a great verse, right? <laughs> Meaning, you know, I know your pastors, and they really care about your family. And some of us feel guilty around this concept of giving because we've been taught you need to live in sacrificial giving constantly. Or if you don't give sacrificially, something's going to suffer. But I really think we need to reconsider that and say, actually, we would like you to give responsibly. We would like you to have... Our heart as pastors is that your family is blessed. Not that you're struggling all the time. We actually want you to see the kingdom of God working in your life. We want you to be blessed. We want you to give responsibly, which means give out of what you have, not out of what you wish you had. Guilt, there's so much guilt that, that is associated with giving. And I think it's, we need to get rid of that in the church. Guilt and giving should never go together. Those two things should never meet. Giving and joy need to go together. So I'd encourage you to consider, think about, pray about what God has given you that you would like to give and then joyfully give it and feel no guilt. 
No guilt. Get rid of the guilt when it comes to giving. Get rid of the guilt when it comes to serving. Levi and I were talking about this um, last night. Pastor Levi, what a, what a legend. He's become such a great friend and we worked together overseas. And we were talking about this, like having a break from serving is a great thing. It's like if you only come to church when you're on a roster, maybe it's because you still think that church is an event that we put on or a circus act that we put on for, for people. But that's not who we are. We are a community. Services is something that our community does, but we are a community and freely we receive from this community and freely we give to this community. Does this make sense? So when you come into church and you freely receive, there should be no guilt associated with that. Come in and freely receive. We're so happy to give. In fact, I say to our, often to our team people, come and experience the thing that you're trying to build. Come and receive from the thing that you're sowing into. This is a good thing. And then when you come to serve, do it joyfully. Serve joyfully. Receive joyfully and serve joyfully. This is a good thing. This is the way the kingdom of God works. This is responsible giving. And the third thing is that maybe the team comes back. Is that the way we flow here? <laughs> Amazing. And, um, and the third thing, just lastly, is God is going to ask you to take steps of faith with giving. We all have steps of faith. And I love what um, Pastor Chris Hodges, I heard him say this one time, made a lot of sense to me in Alabama. Um, I won't do the accent. It, he, he said... We're not asking you to give, we're asking you to pray and ask God what to give and then just obey God. Just do whatever God tells you to do. And imagine a place where people were open to the Holy Spirit, responsive to God and saying, constantly looking to God and saying, God, here I am. Here's everything I have. Breathing in. Whatever you want. I'm willing to give. And then actually hearing from God and actually giving that. That's the kingdom of God. That's, that's a beautiful church. And I think there's people in this room today, you've got so much more to give. So much more to give. You've got so much more wisdom to give. You've got some leadership to give. You've got some skills to give. You've, you've got some love to give. You know, when I had... Um, our third child was a bit of a surprise. You know, has anyone ever had one of those ones before? A surprise. Well, I thought we were past all of that stage. And then we had a surprise baby. Right, the week after we decided to come back to Australia, we found out we had a, another baby. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> and you can kind of think to yourself, how can I have any more to give? I've... I've but it's amazing that God just stretches, enlarges your heart. And now I look back and I think, what? how are we even living without this baby? She's amazing. I wake up every day and she smiles at me. My heart's melting. I've got so much more to give, this is the point, than I even think I have. There's so much more in here. The Kingdom of God is so big inside of me. And it's so big inside of you. And if you would pray and consider, God, what would you want me to give? 
How can I? You've given me so much, God. How, what, what would you ask of me? I believe God will use you in powerful ways, ways that you couldn't even imagine. So we're going to pray in a moment. And I really just want to pray for a release in, in, in our church here. I want to pray for a release of God, that God would start flowing through people. The Kingdom of God would wake up inside of you and you would start giving what you freely received. And I believe you're going to experience joy like you've never, like you've never had before. So can we, would you mind standing with me? Would you pray? I hope you've been encouraged. It's my goal to encourage you. So we're going to pray together. Maybe, maybe you're here today and you just want to respond to God and say, God, this is one of the most powerful prayers you can pray as a Christian. God, here I am. Here I am. Use me. Here I am. So if you want to pray that prayer, and I'm going to ask that God will speak to you about the stuff inside of you that maybe it's been locked up, maybe it's been hidden away, but God wants, you to, God wants it to flow out. God wants it to come out. I believe He's going to speak to you right now. So would you lift your hands to heaven if that's you? Just as your way of saying, God, here I am. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Praying, God, that you're going to stir people's hearts today. Stir up visions and dreams in people's hearts today, God. Stir up gifting in people's hearts, that charisma, that thing of grace that's maybe been held back or pushed down because of fear. Or maybe you're feeling like I'm not good enough to serve. I'm not good enough to give. I pray, God, that that would all just go right now and new faith and new grace would flow into people's lives today. Thank you for people that have gifts that are being stirred up and awakening today that that are going to give out. And I pray for incredible joy. Joy would flow in people's lives as they start to start to give. The kingdom of God would just produce so much joy in their lives today. We thank you for it, God. I pray for all the guilt to go right now in Jesus' name. We pray for all the guilt to go. We don't need that. God, I pray for joy to fill our hearts as we serve you. Serve you with gladness, God, today in Jesus' name. We thank you for great leaders, great sons and daughters of faith to be risen up in this church, God. Greater days ahead. Greater days ahead. Thank you. This church is a safe church to really grow and rise and flourish in. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We love you, God. Amen. 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 Let's give God a big hand. Thank you for having me.